we, we are, are muted. muted. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Hi. What's good? What's good, everybody? Does it is it something different to y'all? If you're tuning in, um, as you tune in, you'll see that we are in one place. We're in one room together. One space. What's up, Max? That's what's up. We still have our different smoking apparatuses, we so do. we um, have blunts to share, too. Um, actually, did I bring them over? I should have lit it. You can get it. If you I was going to say just the um, the little black vault box right there has the um, rollies in them. This one? Yeah. Perfect. No. Perfect. Nope. You, get to use, you, you chose poorly, but you chose. Listen, it's gray sweatpants season. So, I'm in them. No, that's not yours. Drop it. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Lady's like, fine. What's <laughs> up? What's up? Um, we are we are in the Ta-da. same same room together. I made it. We're going to a concert on Friday together. So. Um, it's going to be the dopest thing. And then we're going to, um, we're going to get a lot of work done this week. So starting today, we actually worked all day and, um, where's the lighter? Um, it's a good thing that I'm not in my own space. Cause then I'd have to go get the lighter too. I, don't know. I have an extra over there. Um, I guess, well, it's not work Wednesday, so we don't have to do the business minded. But- <laughs> okay. Fine. It's fine. I didn't I didn't almost just burn her house down. Hey, hey Dusty. Dusty. Hey, we've been discussing um bringing on um so I'm a part of a group called the High Council yes. and by extension MJ kind of pretty much knows everything else. And um That's a long old name. <laughs> that's a long name. Legalized oh. freedom. Legalized freedom. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Um, so we're going to start, um, bringing members of the high council on to, um, join us as like guest hosts and tell us about what they're doing and, um, give us a little bit of insight into like, you know, other personalities and people that are doing things kind of in the cannabis space and kind of some like, um, we're going to bring, um, Unk Smoke on. And he um, loves the cannabis, but he actually works with the homeless community in um, California. So I want to bring him on to talk about what he does and how he, yeah. So it's going to be dope. Yeah. Like life outside. I mean, we are, you know, full-time stoners. Full-time stoners. Seven days a week. Full-time patients. Um, And so... (laughs) um, yeah, we like to talk life. Yeah, we are able to uh, work, do our jobs. This thing's um, crazy. Crazy. I smoked one of those in five hours yesterday driving. Oh, no, not driving, but you know. You know. <laughs> um, Nothing. Never mind. Never mind. In travel. In travel. Ooh. It's, um, it's a caviar joint. So it's very good. We'll get you. Um, I'll get you. I decided that, oh my gosh. Hi, everybody. Wow. Thanks for joining us. Um, I decided that, I haven't talked to you about this, but I decided that I, 
I wanted to do a new segment. <coughs> it doesn't have to be like every show, but you know, sometimes I come in here all riled up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we could do a segment called What Has Pissed Canna Queen Off Today? <laughs> And I thought about this on the way here yesterday because I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, which is My Favorite Murder. If you guys are into um, true crime, it's fantastic. I love it. They're funny and they also talk about serious shit. So it's like, you know, um, a really great um, podcast. They actually just did an episode where one of the um, women on the podcast covered... um, a few of the missing murdered indigenous women that are not getting enough attention. And so they shared some really important um, information about um, three of the women, which is not a lot in comparison to how many women are um, missing. But, um, you know, they, they, they talked about, you know, missing white woman syndrome that America has and, and, felt that it was like really necessary to bring attention to um, missing and murdered indigenous women. Um, So anyways, but I was listening to that podcast. And so let me tell you what's pissing me off today. What is pissing me off today? It will end up being a regular part of the show. I don't know if I've complained about this before, but uh, good RX. Good RX is an app for anybody listening outside of the United States. Oh yes. Yes. This is an app that you can use to lower the prices of your prescription medication. Mm -hmm. It's not the app itself that pisses me off. It's the necessity in this rich ass country that gives breaks to corporations for us to have to use an app to get lower costs for medicine. That's necessary for us to live and survive. Like if your doctor prescribes the medication, should it be impossible for you to get it? But I mean, I got I got opinions on medication. Obviously, I'm not a fan of big pharma. I mean, I, maybe it's not obvious. Maybe I haven't made that obvious. But but like, legitimately, I don't understand why we have insurance. Some, I mean, not everybody has insurance. But this is this is actually advertised for people. It, that will be cheaper than your insurance prices. So how is that? Like why I'm paying insurance if I if it's a necessity for me to have some other application to lower the cost of my medication? Why am I even paying for insurance? Um, my sister was telling me that you can join a program at, yeah, we have King Supers and, and City Markets here and you can join their program for $36 and get your prescription for $3. But if your prescription is $35, then you have to join a membership to get your $3 prescription. Yeah, like again, I just why stop can't we, and diming patients? Can we just, yeah, can we just get our medicine? Can we just get like, I just, and also, it doesn't pay for anything. No. And also, uh, let me say what else I'm mad about. I'm mad that if you're, if you're, Eyes stop working. You have to pay to see. I'm mad about that too. Oh, the vision thing. You have to pay to be able to see. Like, to see. Y'all, don't take it for granted. 
I agree, Lila's freedom. Uh, you agree with what? Because some oh, people might I, be just that's listening. That's true. I am so <laughs> sorry. There was a comment in there joining us from YouTube. I think taxation on medication to fix the wrongs done to some humans disproportionately evil. Sorry, I can't see very well right now. I think now. taxation on medication to fix the wrongs uh, done to humans disproportionately evil. Um, you know, I just... Yeah, I can't understand. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me how a doctor can say this is necessary for you to live your life like a normal human being on average. And um and then and then you go to the pharmacy and you can't afford to get it. So it's like a death sentence to be poor. So yeah, it just, so that's what, that's what's every time I see a good RX commercial, I get so mad at the necessity of that. It makes me angry. It does. It just pisses it me off. I'll be yelling at the TV. Like, why do we need this? Like, but then it's like, thank God. It, we're, we're able I mean, to thank goodness it. we have it, but we don't, we shouldn't need it. It shouldn't be like that at all. Also, we shouldn't, um, you know, have, there should be different rules for, I don't know, legal states that I should have, a med you know, that I have medical, can I have medical cannabis use. It's going to be in my system. This is the I'm United to, States, like, right? We're united. Shouldn't we be united on some pretty important shit? Shouldn't it be, I mean... You guys know my, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a political stance except that all humans deserve to be treated with <coughs> dignity and respect. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like as a human being, like I, like, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to give respect where I get respect. So I just want to come correct on that. But just as a general observation, if you are just a human being walking down the street and I see you i want you to have the same privileges that i have and i want you to be able to live your life comfortably a reparation should be paid by those who cause the harm um that needs to be repaired um i absolutely agree with reparations i absolutely do um no i no i didn't i didn't own slaves uh, uh, no shut up come on shut up all the taxes that we pay and all, all the, the yep. Come on, what shut up post about I it. Posted the other day. I don't mind paying taxes, but I don't want it to go to war. I would like it to go towards, you know, I want power, right, right, because the like, military industrial complex is real, and so is the prison industrial complex. And there's a lot of money going into the pockets of these people, and there's nothing wrong with money. Money is um, amazing and beautiful, beautiful and, and I, I love the abundance of it. But the right people need to be rich, yes. And that's and that's real life. So stop. And that's us. Stop all hating all us. money. All, all of you. Us yes. That are here. We so, all deserve. Stop calling money the root of all evil and all that stuff. Have a good relationship with money. Bring money into your pocket so that you can do what you need to do as a good person to help others that need you. Or perhaps our government should probably use the tax revenue money appropriately in certain funding options. And not overspend our tax dollars cons 
constantly absolutely 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 yeah so you know so on with the show that's what pisses fair <laughs> off today Canaqui right. has yeah. been relieved of her burden of being pissed off it's weird well, to be in the same camera space as you i know i know we're you know and to be able to smoke this whole thing i know we rocked by i'm um, i'm so rocked by this i'm actually gonna put it out <laughs> yeah we can for a put minute. that out for a minute <laughs> before we get too high to read the headlines um yeah so we we're gonna do some headlines just kind of retouch ones, on um retouch on a couple things we've had shows about um and then also uh let that you know, cherry burn too maybe uh something that brings up more conversation of course as um you know it's voting season coming up. If y'all yes. haven't noticed that you November second, lots of uh, mail or piece mail or um, ads in regard to paying attention. So it's time. Yes. Um, make sure you check your mailbox for your ballots. Or if you don't have mail-in ballots, make sure that you know the issues that you're voting on. Um, they usually send you the blue book in the mail. So we get the blue book in the mail and we can read through all of the issues and everything that's going to be on the ballot, the people that are going to be on the ballot. Uh, so make sure, because honestly, state and local elections are the most important elections. They're more important than any presidential election. The things that we vote on um, during these lulls in, of election season between um, candidates are really important to yes. our livelihoods and how we live our lives and, and what we have access to. So make sure that you're reading your ballots and putting in um, a few minutes to fill it out and um, and vote. Go vote. Because your voice is important and needs to be heard. And and I always say this because people have this argument about, well, they'll steal the vote, blah, 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 or they'll they'll do what they want anyway, which is happening like in Mississippi, for example. But I always say there should be a record of your voice. There should be a, a, a record of what you wanted so that in the future, when these things are investigated, and they are and they will be then there will be proof on record that we were right. Like they stole our vote. They overturned this and we then showed up and we showed up and they, they did what they wanted anyway. And then that helped that prevents us from hiring those people in the future or people like that in the future. It also um, enables legislation to prevent those things from happening again in the future. And then we, you know, we learn from it. Um, so go vote. Why? Hey, Schnooks. Glad to see you in here. Hey, Schnooks. It's been a minute. We're happy to have you back. I hope everything is going well. Oh, happy um end of retrograde, everybody. And also, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope everybody feels good and is okay coming out of this. You know, wipe those tears. It's fine. You're okay. You made it. Congratulations. You did it. You did it. Um, It's my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. Without you, we wouldn't have me. Legends were born um, shortly thereafter, 30 years later. Uh, <laughs> um, it's also, um, I have a couple friends' birthdays today. It's like um, my friend Mickey's birthday is today. She's 26. Um, lots of, I have lots of Libras in my life. It's Libra season. I cannot say I have a ton of Libras. I would have to like sit down and make a literal friend list of what their birthdays are to figure out 
who falls into the Libra list. Yeah. I um Libras are my caretakers in my life. I have two that I know of. My best friend uh is a is a, one of my best friends is a Libra and she's who I go to for really in-depth like girl I need to know what the fuck am I supposed to do about this? <laughs> my mom is a, a Libra um and she raised me so um they're uh, kind-hearted, balanced individuals for the most part. Um, do we agree with um, you? Yes. I mean, we're, we're for freeing the plant. Um, so, uh, yeah. And, and making sure everybody has the right information, which requires more testing and all of that stuff. So um, I'm going to jump into some headlines. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Thank y'all for showing up. Oh, and being here. yeah. Keep talking um, in those uh, in the chat. I love this is, interaction. <laughs> it is uh, the cannabis closet with oh, Kenneth yeah. and MJ. And just want to give a quick um, you're better at the whole like uh, warning. We are oh. <laughs> opinions oh. and expressions uh, of these articles Listen, are, may not be of. Uh, trigger warning here you don't know how we feel about stuff we're gonna tell you but if i read an article and it is not written by me that is not i mean it's an article written by somebody else i'm using it um to to give you guys information and Um, to create discussion yes to create change so if you have something to say please feel free to hit us up at i guess we're here so one of us has has to hit the banner too um Um, hit us up at cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com. We're always up from open for discussion in a kind manner. Yes. Um, catch up with us later. And, uh, you know, you're here with us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch. Thanks so much. Please continue to share us. We are um, trying share, to grow share, our share. following. Um, we were starting to make way with uh, the, the TikTok and... So we have moved on and we're doing grown up things in other places, I guess. Grown up things in other places. (laughs) I mean, we're trying to, we're trying Um, to keep up with it all. It is just the two of us, but we do our absolute best to keep up with things. And um, we're trying to post more on our Instagram. So you can follow us there, Cannabis Closet 420. Um, And... Hmm. What else was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought completely. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> um, you can always catch us later. Um, if the uh, people can't join us at 4.20 PM Mountain Standard Time, you can catch mm-hmm. us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and um, again, catch us on our little social Instagram or also join us on our Discord. You get a little oh, more live... Um, Live us, uh, live the, interaction, the unmade up uh, can of queen and MJ when no we do our. Um, we get together in the morning. We work. We work out. We um, don't have work we. Out. So I was gonna say, have we worked out? We haven't. We have not worked out in a minute. I'm gonna blame somebody else for that. It's not my fault. My body aches. Everybody. I was gonna say <laughs> maybe my alter ego. I can I can blame my other half because my body has been like nope. Although I have been trying to just at least sneak in a set of squats. I'm not saying that I've done my 43 squats a day, but I am doing them because I do want to ride the season a lot. So 
I'm getting ready and strong to fucking crush the mountain. As in yoga, sometimes we do yoga, sometimes we're doing squats and whatever. Um, you're not required to work out with us. We just, you know, that's what we're doing. So we figure we will hang out with our with the people that you know want to chit chat with us. And we shoot the shit. We smoke bowls while we work smoke out. Smoke bowls too. and blunts, you like, know, because you know we can do that. We like to. Um, um so yeah so join us on that discord channel if uh i'll i'll share it again because for some reason I didn't share on facebook uh but i'll share it again here in a few moments um did it, go there? it did it says it, there was an error did it share on facebook i don't know we'll figure it out um i'll share it again before we leave um yeah so we're just gonna take a, a little bit of a breather this week because i was traveling and we've kind of been go, go, go a little bit with some projects. So we're taking a moment to uh, read some headlines. Oh, yeah, we're having that giveaway. Um, so, hey, Nugget <laughs> decided to make an appearance today. Nugget. Doesn't he look so dapper in his little sweater? It is like a freaking cable knit, like true, like, fuck, it has a pocket square. It's got like a little pocket. Yeah, he's <laughs> adorable. He is adorable. Lady, where's Lady's she's, out on the back she's porch? Out. No, she's right oh. there. Like a little log over there. We are having a giveaway when we reach um, a thousand followers on Instagram. We're going to give this buddy away. Uh, name it to claim it. So, yeah, go join us on our Instagram, Canvas Closet 420. Interact, share, um, tell your friends. Um. Put your notifications on, I guess, if that's a thing. Like if we share something, because we're trying. We like interaction. Um, I did go on there and I posted a couple of pictures and this and that. And I know, you know, with you traveling up here, we, we're going to have a little active Insta this weekend. Yeah, um, we're, we're trying to. Yeah, we got some stuff going on. So we're going to post this weekend for sure. So, um, we're going to a concert this weekend. I'm super excited that you have the weekend off. I know I, we were able to it, it like, it so just close. so fate worked out. Um, the uh, clinic space was not available for the dates that I needed it. And so our practitioner was available the dates that made it possible for me to attend. Yay. So, woo. and maybe before the festivities begin, we might share a picture or two. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to lose my phone. <laughs> There's, there's shenanigans to be had. Um, oh, I still got a lot of planning to do. Look, different mindset. So headlines today. Headlines we, today. Um, with all that, we do not have guests or topic or anything specific that we're running today. So um, join in on the headlines. Throw any at us that you may have heard that um, we didn't know. Yeah, where's your sister at? She uh, may be napping. Oh, bummer. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, she tends to fall into her uh, siesta. Zone. I feel no, I'm not bummed. You know what? Bummer because I'm not napping. This I like to nap too. I'm a little jealous. Um, so the first headline that I have is good news. I want to start with some good news. Um, there's going to be new marijuana laws in Nevada. Um, they they actually took effect this month in October. Uh, Assembly Bill 158. If you guys want to take a look at that, um, I can share this article for sure. This to is from normal. Yeah, this is from the normal. Yes, thank you. We should always give credit. Credit is due. Um, 
Governor Sisolak signed multiple marijuana reform measures into law, and uh, some of those took effect on October 1st. So in Nevada, uh, Nevada, 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 tomato, tomato, Nevada. (laughs) Um, On October 1st, um, it revised the first time penalties imposed upon minors who possess small quantities of cannabis. It reduces uh, existing penalties, which include six months in jail and a thousand dollar fines to community service, um, much lower. And uh, the measure also requires courts to automatically seal the record for offenses if the offender completes the term of their sentence. So as long as they complete their community service, then it's sealed and it's never spoken of again. Um, Assembly Bill 400, um, which was also signed into law earlier this year, um, took effect in July, actually. Uh, it amends the state's traffic safety statutes so the operation of motor vehicle with trace amounts of either THC or its metabolite is no longer a per se violation in uh, certain circumstances. So that's awesome as well. So if you like, if it's if it's me, I get pulled over, right? But I haven't been smoking all day, and they test me. I'm still going to test positive. Mm-hmm. I'm a daily smoker. So this is uh, this is a step in the right direction. Go Nevada, Nevada. And then um, legislation to regulate on-site cannabis consumption spaces also took effect on October 1st. Assembly Bill 341 allows adults 21 and older to purchase and consume adult-use cannabis products on-site at any licensed cannabis consumption lounge. The bill also provides for reduced license application fees for qualifying social equity applicants. So they're doing their two uh, two birds. That's such an ugly statement, huh? Two birds, one stone. Um, uh, not if it, I mean, if it's done in a way that's again productive and meant for in the right way. Like I just mean the saying <laughs> two birds, one stone. It's about killing birds. But anyways, um, but <laughs> yeah. I think this is a, this is also a good step in the right direction. People need a safe space to consume just like with anything else. And social consumption, um, should, um, should be the norm at this point, but it is not. And so I'm happy to see that, um, Nevada has decided that they're going to allow those things. I'm excited to go. You know what is uh, really awesome? Because speaking of Nevada, um, I, I wonder, I'm sure that several of these spaces were maybe preparing for this, but I don't know that these consumption lounges are going to be open this week, but this week is the big uh, BizCon. Oh, and oh, I mean, in Las Vegas, you said it was beginning of October. Yeah, beginning of October, but they still have to get, you know, they still have to get permitted and licensing and get approved and everything. I would assume again that they would have those things already lined up and ready to go, but we know how the wheels of. Yeah, I mean, they may have had like as a business plan been prepared, but and then just like handed in their paperwork as soon as possible, but. I don't feel like the state probably turned it around in time for this convention. Right. Right. Which is a bummer because it will make a ton of money. Yeah. During these uh, conventions, but um, good, good news in Nevada. (laughs) All right. Um, 
Do you have another headline? I are you reading? Are you oh, reading? man, I have so many. So I many. Have, I have so um, many good ones. Freedom, we are, or cannot keep up with your comments in between. Sorry, love. Um, we'll, I'm, I'm we'll reading try. them, we're, but we're, we're reading not going to. them, yeah. but we can't, um, uh, you know. Read them out loud yeah. all the time. So Thank you. Thank you for your participation, though, and, and appreciate you being here. Um, <clears throat> I have this one that's really kind of, what else is pissed can of queen off today? Huh. Here it is. Oh, Mr. The Biden, the Biden administration. Um, this is the headline VA under Biden remains opposed to marijuana research bill for veterans. Officials tell the house committee. So they're opposing research. They're putting these stipulations on it. And there's lots of veterans organizations that are fully against that. Like they're fully in support of research and, um, they're speaking for the veterans who are part of these organizations. They are the veterans who are parts of these organizations. Um, at a hearing before the House Veterans Affairs Health Subcommittee on Wednesday, uh, a VA representative discussed numerous pieces of veterans-related legislation that members were considering. Um, cannabis research at the VA cannabis research act was among those that were discussed. Um, the bill and earlier versions of which cleared the full house veterans affairs committee in 2020 and in 2018 would mandate that the VA launch a series of clinical trials on using medical marijuana to treat PTSD and chronic pain. Um, I want it to be noted that veterans often report using cannabis to um, to recover from their opioid addiction, that they got addicted to pain uh, medication or other medications because they weren't handling um, the symptoms from their pain conditions or PTSD, um, and cannabis helped them with those conditions. It's reported widely. Um, so, and a lot of and, and a lot of times, what happens is um, is uh, veterans have to figure out, Hey, Hey, we're not going to do that. I know there's a video game happening underneath us and Nugget's not <laughs> oh. onto this one, I guess. Oh yeah. They're blowing things up. Downstairs. They're blowing things up downstairs. Uh -huh. So, um, but so if a veteran, um, in a lot of places, if a veteran tests positive for, um, THC or cannabis, um, then their medications are cut off cold Turkey in a lot of cases. Um, the VA, um, won't work with them. Hey, stop, please. Hey, stop. Um, the VA won't work with them in a lot of cases. So, um, you know, this kind of stuff needs to happen. We need to change the, first of all, stop treating our veterans like that. And let them choose their medicine, please. Um, and obviously there are, I mean, many veterans that this work for. And so there mm -hmm. is an, a VA directive that does say that if there are medical programs in place that they can. You were denied care until these, yeah. you can pass uh, uh, your analysis. See, so that's no way to treat somebody that uh, fought for this country that, that, I mean, I can't even begin to explain what a lot of our veterans go through before they go, they come home. It is, um, it is not okay to cut off their medications and stop treat. That's like, are you doctors at the VA? Because didn't you take an oath 
I mean, to do no harm and what you're doing to these individuals who have um, mental disorders, who have pain disorders, who um, a lot of times are also dealing with addiction because pain pills are addictive and you keep prescribing them. Or, you know, they've turned to alcohol because that's also, you know, they're trying to forget. Um, a lot of things and, you know, that's, and instead of treating them like human beings, you cut them off cold Turkey. That doesn't seem okay. Um, so anyways, so they say, um, this is a quote from Korea who is, uh, a representative This is Representative Korea. Uh, He's a Democrat in California. In my role, I met and worked with veterans struggling with their invisible wounds of war. They explained to me that they didn't like being prescribed opioids and other medications that they wanted to be able to access cannabis to ease their pain without the same side effects or addictive properties of opioids. And when I came to Congress, I wanted to continue my work to provide our veterans with the treatment that they wanted. He said that his proposal is a pragmatic and bipartisan piece of legislation that would advance our understanding of the impacts of medical cannabis usage and could improve the lives of veterans and other Americans. Um, However, the VA said in its own testimony While it isn't ideologically opposed to the measure, it views it as redundant and excessively prescriptive. The purpose, uh, the proposed legislation is not consistent with VA's practice of ensuring scientific merit as the basis for randomized clinical trial. Uh, This is David Carroll, a representative from the VA. Um, Y'all prescribe opioids without Anyways, okay. I mean, they're giving a little more oversight nowadays, but still, I mean, nowadays they, because they've been because they've been they've been caught, they've been caught, and this that's how this is the the, the cutting off of the care that the veteran is receiving, cutting that care off leads to veteran suicide. No, that um um that's how we lose them. Um, to suicide because their their medications that they use to stabilize themselves and not have those thoughts and not um, go into those spaces without you know being able to go speak with somebody or or whatever is necessary, they get cut off from that medication. They don't get it anymore from the VA, which means that they have to go to out of pocket expenses which a lot of our veterans unfortunately cannot afford to do, which is also asinine for me to say out loud. Um, so yeah, the whole system needs to be overhauled. It is. Fucked up. Um, um. <laughs> it's not consistent with the current state of scientific evidence, which suggests that smaller early, early phase controlled clinical trials with focused set of specific aims are optimal to determine proof of concept for using cannabis to treat specific conditions. So they want specific. Oh, and they also mentioned in this, um, in this story too, and in this study that, um, that they want us, they want it broken down into strain specific. All right. She's got something to say. 
Uh, they want it broken down into strain specificity and studied that way before they would approve use for veterans. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Because uh, they're taking the time to do that. And um... with every opioid they prescribe. So here's the story for that. If you guys want to read that story, it kind of infuriates me because I am in fact a veteran and I actually don't use the VA for all of those reasons. Lady, stop it. For all of those reasons, I don't use the VA because every time I've even mentioned cannabis as an option, the doctor stops listening to me immediately. I can see their eyes glaze over. They don't want to have a discussion with me about my health care. Yeah, not enough people wanted to go to do that. And turns out they were right. Chocolate, anyone? Oh my God, man. Chocolate and weed make everything better. This is true. Yeah, sure. Every person's endocannabinoid system is unique. It's absolutely true. We're same but different, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So. In my pain here, in my in my James Franco voice. (laughs) Um, girl, what are you jealous about? Chocolate? I don't know. Oh, girl, we're gonna talk about Virginia here in a little bit. We have you have a Virginia headline, right? I do have a Virginia headline. She'll pay attention. Let's go to it. Here we go. Virginia medical marijuana patients see high prices and long waits for approval. When we were first talking about this story, I was reading it and I was like, Virginia, calm down this par for the course. When it started in Colorado, it was, um, well, still in Colorado, too. Doctor's visits are about 1, 125, 150, um, somewhere in that range, 200 sometimes. Um, and um, then then the, when the program first, first started, the registration was $99. And, um, <coughs> and you had to wait weeks, um, sometimes a couple of months. Are you okay? She's just, no. she's just dying a little bit. I just sneeze and I'm coughing. She'll be okay. My Twix went down the wrong pipe. She She forgot how to drink water. No, I didn't even get the water down. Oh, just, it didn't even happen. See? I needed to sneeze. And first. Okay. <coughs> it's going to happen. All right. We're good. We're good. She's okay. Everybody, she's okay. <clears throat> um. So, so anyways, when we were first looking at this article, we were like, come on, calm down. But they're right to be upset because there's a there's a couple things where I could say, okay, just bring it down a notch. It's going to take them a minute to figure that part out. But for the most part, they're right because 
this isn't a new concept and Virginia doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. Thank you. They're like, we're going to adapt an online system soon. Why, Why not even just, just start off with it? Yeah. So, okay. So here's the story. Uh, this is out of the Virginia Mercury. If anybody wants, and I'll, I'll link it in here. Um, la, 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 la. First year. Of, so, so they're coming into their first year of sales. Patients are starting to complain. There's long waits for registrations, that, which means that they can't get their medication. One of the things that we did in Colorado is if you were a first time patient, then you could use your paperwork and your ID until, and, and you would have to show proof of mailing. So, right. Yep. Certified mailing and your proof of receipt of your, your fee payment and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and your ID. And then you could shop. And then you could shop. And On, that was, during the week too, right? Yeah. During the, yeah, it was all, I, mean, I, I forget all the rules specifically, but for the first year, it was like, they were letting that paperwork ride for like 120 days. They really they were. were trying to pay. They, they really did not know what they were doing. Um, but then it, it got down to 30 days. And now with our online system, it really is down to one to three business days until they mess with the website. And yeah. And then screw it all up. Screw it all up. So <laughs> patients are upset. Uh, it's the only legal avenue right now to get um, cannabis. Finding a doctor is easy. <clears throat> Dozens of practices have popped up where online visits with doctors willing to recommend. Uh, I, I hate the way this is written, by the way, the drug. Uh, do better, Virginia Mercury. And, um, and, and let's talk, Ned Oliver, about language and why it matters. Um, so, so, so the doctor's appointments are about a hundred dollars and the doctors are even offering to reimburse patients if they get denied. So if a patient gets denied, then some doctors, not all are saying, Hey, we'll give you your money back, which by the way, is very generous because they actually did the work, right? It's not their fault. You got denied, but I digress. It is patients to patient care. And so I, I kind of look at it from both angles as a business person and as a, as a patient advocate. So there's gotta be a middle ground of that. Uh, so the doctor can turn around in 30 minutes. So why does it take six weeks for the Virginia board of pharmacy to send the paper paper card? Well, the reason it takes them that long is because it's a brand new program. They're getting thousands of applicants a day and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And the board of pharmacy, uh, that's a, different one um, heading up, you, you know, our health department and, and usually the health departments are the ones um, leading the, you know, uh, regulation of it. And then there's the enforcement divisions are set up separately. Mm -hmm. No, go lay to down. To enforce the rules. To enforce the rules about growing mm -hmm. a plant. So, um, yeah, we have a separate enforcement division. It's not just the police, you know, that come in with these enforcement rules. The, um, we have an enforcement division that comes in. And enforces the rules. And so they're very well versed on what those rules are and what they look like. So. That's why it's taking so long for the turnaround, though. And it'll get better. I mean, they that are will working get better on it. I mean, I wish they would go ahead and uh, implement a paperwork program if that's what the issue is, is that mm -hmm. they can't get through the processing of paperwork in a timely manner. They think it's taking 30 to 60 days, then, you know, give them a 30 to 60 day temporary license that they can right. go ahead and access facilities. Um, 
they did say down further in the in the article. I haven't gotten down there yet, but I remember reading that a representative from the state had said that they are working on hiring more employees so that they could get through this process more quickly. Um, so, so, so the problem is also that because this is taking so long, the prices are very high in Virginia right now. Um, what did they say? Six. Okay. So Columbia care has a, an MSO, which is a multi-state operation, which means that they operate in multiple states. That's what that means. In one state, they sell an eighth for $35 an eighth, which is reasonable, reasonably priced. I'd like to see a little tiny bit lower, but reasonably priced eighth, okay? Go to Virginia, and that same company charges $65 an eighth. And the reason is because only 33, what does it say, 33,000? There are only 33,000 patients that are signed up in the state there are only five operators and they are um they 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 only they are only in certain spaces so they aren't able to sell to anybody except the people that have a medical card which means that whatever they sell they have to make their money back on however much they sell they're going to sell less if they don't so they have, have to them. charge more. And so because this is taking so long, the prices are very high. That's what happened here in Colorado. Again, y'all aren't reinventing the wheel in Virginia, though. So figure it out. Like, seriously, it's already been done in several states. Right. And there are systems already set up. So yeah. it's not. And, uh, and companies that have been doing it that I'm sure could take it, you know, cross country. Um. 50 to 75 in PA. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. PA, I don't think I. She's like a bull in a china shop. Serious. Um, Stop it. This has been a, it's going to be a crazy dog day. Um, PA, 50 to $75 in PA for an eighth, right? PA has a different problem. PA cannot remedy their flower. So if, uh, if their flower, uh, comes up with, uh, an issue, right. In testing, they can't send that flower to, um, to the processor to process the product and retest it to see if the product can be sold. Oftentimes things that can't, um, be remedied in flour can be remedied in a processed product um, and retested, made sure it's safe before it goes onto the shelf. PA won't let you do that. And so they can't make up their money on um, any anything that has any discrepancies in it. And yeah, any harv- anything from that batch, if it's, you know, mm-hmm. they, how they tag it. And then I don't think there's a way to challenge it either, right? Mm -hmm. Or can they get it retested? Because I don't know. What's the percentage of I just feel like this creates some. PA also has, um, I don't think y'all, I don't know what your patient count is. I don't want to speak on that. But I think you have a lower patient count too. 
you need more patience in your program. It's because your program is kind of limited also. But um, but what was I going to say? Um, uh, this this uh, type of regulation, I think, leads to that um, underground kind of uh, behavior. And what I mean by that is that um, working um, kind of in a, in a shady area with the labs to get the numbers that you need to put the product on the shelf. Right. And that could cause a dangerous situation. Right. But also that that pricing up there, it causes people to say, I can't wait for a card. I can't wait to get into a facility. I don't want to pay that much. And so they turn to alternative measures, which is what you're trying to prevent with the legal market. You're trying to prevent underground measures, which, you know, I support the underground market fully. Um, I would say that we agree on that point, but also there's a lack of testing in the underground market. And, um, and, and, you know, we, we need, we need to make sure that the medicine's safe, yep. especially, well, I mean, especially for everyone. But when I think about, when I say that, I think about people who have terminal illnesses that could be remedied with cannabis, but not if that cannabis is not good. It's not, if it's got issues with it, then we need to be able to test and see what's going on. And I think that there's a future where we see more testing for the, for the chemical components that naturally reside within the cannabis plant. So then with legalization and with, and with continued legalization, we're going to see um, that we can, we know what's exactly in this product and how it can exactly help these individuals. Yep. So, so in PA, they only have a hundred thousand patients. This is part of the problem with the pricing. That's why the pricing is so high because there's not, there's, there's not enough people buying. I think too. I mean, do, and I don't, don't y'all run out? Licensing. Don't they, they run out a lot too, because of that, that problem with not being able to remedy the plant. I think they run out of flour too. So right. there's, not like enough, whole... there's not enough product. There's not enough. Um, you know, I'm even looking just at a headline in regard to actual manpower in facilities and um, growers in general and not having that available. So then you're also talking, you know, not having the resources to cultivate. And so happy 710, mm-hmm. absolutely happy 710. And it's almost 420 on the West Coast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so I mean, those are problems that have solutions. But the lawmakers have to be open to those solutions and create the regulations so that we have successful programs. I think part of it is that they don't want these programs to be successful so they can say, we tried to do this, but it didn't work. But they'll happily take that tax money and do whatever, you know, and they they do put it into some good programs. I think that one South Dakota um, governor, there was a headline saying she was using, uh, you know, kind of, I guess some verbiage that allowed her to use the tax money for her advertisements on cannabis. <laughs> like, it yeah. Was, and she opposes that she opposed the cannabis bills. So she opposed cannabis bills, but then used the money and the regulations that were created under her watch um, for cannabis. She used that money instead of helping, instead of helping the citizens of South Dakota 
or helping the state of South Dakota, like repairing roads or infrastructure or anything like that, help putting money into schools, putting money into drug rehab programs, any of those things. Instead of that, she took that money in a loophole law that she created. She said, oh, if we have to have legal cannabis, I'm going to create this loophole law. She took that money and she used it for anti-cannabis ads. Yay, government. Why do we keep hiring these people? And they're they really showed, they affecting showed, our yeah, health. They showed some percentages of the, the vote of the bills and the acts that uh, they were asking for. And medical has gone through and they do have a program. But the adult use program, Amendment A, I think is what it was uh, cited as, um, has been stalled because of her uh, and because of this. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. That's always fun. so gross. Listen, that's so <laughs> gross. I can't even stand some. I can't. Well, are you serious? This is um for me. It's you know where these these MSOs um where these MSOs um come in and kind of take over, right? But some of them are attached to anti cannabis uh, lobbying groups. So they're making money on both ends of the spectrum. They're making money off of us, and then they're making money by opposing us as well. This is just really disgusting. We keep hiring them. He says we keep hiring them because the people people keep believing that they're actually going to do something different. Hey, you want to know the – we don't talk a lot about politics on here, but – what is this lady's, this Democrat's name? Um, it's Joe Manchin and Gillibrand. Is that her name? Am I saying it right? Let me look it up. I don't want to, I don't want to say it wrong. I am not sure. I would have to. No, cinema, Kristen cinema. It's, it's Kristen cinema. I do remember. Um, so, so this woman campaign on a really progressive platform. And then once she got elected, she took all of this corporate donor money that she said she wasn't going to take. And then she like behaved completely off brand. It's almost like somebody else took over. It's like, it's almost like she was one person and then she was another person. And, and it's crazy, but if that is not evidence that we really need to vet the people that we're putting into these positions first of all and hold them accountable when they do shit like yes this. hold them fully accountable because first of all these are also public servant jobs too like they work for us like they're going to shut our whole podcast down they work <laughs> for us though like seriously like there has to be and that's why i say do the do the work do the thing right do all the stuff and the reason i say that is because there there needs to be a record for our future that the things were done that 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 people were working to to create a better government a better world a better situation for the future and that it's not entirely everybody's fault that it didn't happen No, it's okay. I was reading the comments. I was reading the comments. <laughs> Lady, seriously, you gotta. Lady's a bull in a china shop today. She is. She's, she's like, like we got company and. I want to sit on the chair. Okay, so, um, Ohio's uh, police department, a police department in Ohio, 
um, honestly, maybe I think that they are guilty of voter intimidation or something to that effect. Okay, let me tell you what they did. Uh, they there's a vote. There's a vote coming up in Ohio. So vote November second. Don't forget. Check your ballots. Check 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 what's going on. Uh, so. A police department in Ohio uh, shared and then deleted a few hours later a Facebook post warning that an initiative to decriminalize marijuana that voters will be deciding on next month, November 2nd, um, could be the beginning of a downhill tumble for society. Whoa. It's kind of harsh. Yeah. So. I think we're doing just fine as a society. I think we make the society better. Right? Right? We're doing all right. Okay, so the press release from MacArthur police chief Thomas Heaton, which also, if you live in Ohio, send Mr. Heaton a nice email. Um, tell him what you think about his antics. Uh, he shared this on Facebook on Thursday. It was taken down the following day. He explained that the proposal would reduce penalties for low level cannabis possession to $0 fine. The MacArthur Police Department is not willing to endorse or recommend the passage of this levy. The chief said, society views may think this is no big deal because it's just marijuana. However, this is only the beginning of a downhill tumble with regards to illegal drug use. If the penalties continue to be decreased over time, then what chance does society have to combat the ever-growing drug problem facing our village and country. Um, okay. <laughs> There's so much to unpack wow. there. <laughs> um, so Normal did respond. Uh, Appalachia, uh, the Normal Appalachia of Ohio, um, they've been working to help on this measure for marijuana decriminalization um, to get it on local ballots in MacArthur and other municipalities. Uh, he is risking his own employment by engaging in electioneering uh, with taxpayer dollars. The group alleges that he has violated the federal hatch act as well as Ohio law by using the police department letterhead to disseminate outdated information to influence and intimidate voters. So there's a good chance that he um, may face some repercussions for this, and I hope that he does. We're going to stay does. on okay. this story. I really do want to hear about more of this. Um, they they did not respond to um, requests for comment from Marijuana Moment. By the way, that's where I'm getting the story is Marijuana Moment. I didn't say that at the beginning. Who, uh, who wrote this? Kyle Yeager uh, wrote this. Um, so... This, uh, the normal chapter has, um, has said this shows that small town politics has an ugly and uneducated side. This is why we continue to fight even on a local level. Very important fighting on a local level. So important. Um, changes come from the ground up. That is very true. Advocates also point out that Heaton incorrectly described the cannabis decriminalization initiative as a levy, implying that it would involve a tax, which it does not. It does not involve any type of tax. 
Um, by law, these products are still listed uh, as Schedule One controlled substance per the Controlled Substances Act. The main difference between Schedule One and Schedule Two is no medical use. Um, there is already an accepted and voted medical marijuana product and the items are available. So this is what the chief is saying now, as opposed to what he was saying before he kind of, um, what do you call it? Um, contradicted himself. Sorry, I lost my words from it. I'm going to pass that back to you. Uh, he contradicted himself a little bit because he was like, it's, you know, still schedule one has no medical use. Also, it's medically available in Ohio, which it is. So, um, so yeah, to, uh, again, I'll share this story. Um, but it's really interesting that they're willing to risk their jobs to, uh, I mean, this is such an outdated stance too. I mean, really there's even, I could have said 10 years ago, you know, there's there more research needs to be done. And it, and it does. I can say that now, too. Yeah. <laughs> but also we can say 10 happy years later. Happy you. 420 uh, West Coast. Ooh, ooh. Um, but also we can say 10 years later that there's enough um, R&D within the business world of cannabis that uh, that these these are such outdated ideas, ideals, ideals, ideas, ideas uh, statements, everything. Which is right, ideas, ideas or ideals? I think it's ideals because he's talking about this. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, go vote on November second. Check out what's on your ballots. I am going to look over mine. Actually, it's sitting on my um what is that a, is it a dining room table it is but we don't really use it like that we just kind of stand at it sometimes and pay bills at it, it it's in your dining room i guess we don't dine in there <laughs> uh such a weird thing <coughs> your entry table because <laughs> you guys come in and out that hey this um okay so this yeah my entry i guess Maybe back entry table, a bar stool tabletop. That's what it is. So this one, this, I, you know, I don't know. Is there anything else? Oh, yes. I want to talk about all of these, dude. There's so much stuff happening in the United States right now. Um, oh, that one, I'm following that one so hard. Okay. 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 Now that one too. And okay. So I'm just going to do some quick headlines. Um, from, from the MJ biz daily staff. Um, after two year wait, uh, New Jersey issues 14 more medical cannabis permits. 14, 14. They were all issued to minority license holders and or women. That's a good step. It's an amazing step. I'm not going to like get into the details of that story. That headline pretty much says it all, but go look it up on it's right here. If you like, it's right here. I'm going to share it with you. Um, so this one, this one is near and dear to my heart because I've been following it. I had a friend, um, actually 
go out to Mississippi to work. And then next thing I know, not going to be in Mississippi anymore to work because Mississippi screwed the pooch. That's why. Why is that a saying? I am not sure. I, I am not the one to ask about uh, <laughs> those types of You know, I'm just like, what we is that about? <laughs> Screwed the pooch. Look that, up over here. that sounds <laughs> wrong. Um, there should be no licensing limits. No, well, absolutely. However, the reason we say that's a good step forward is because oftentimes. Um, minority communities and women are overlooked for licensing. Even when we meet all of the qualifications, white men um, run this industry, but not for long. So yeah. handle your business now, sirs. It's, yes, it's being discussed more, talked, addressed more. Um, Leafly has a pretty uh, solid thing going on where they're actually rating uh, social equity programs by state. And um, so you can check out their leafly.com. They have actually a pretty strong um, social equity discussion. They're talking about reparations and, um, uh, uh, you know, what all the lingo language is and everything. Right. And what language to look out for probably too. We should check that one out and do another language episode. I love doing language episodes. Yeah. Political language episode. Those ballots. So, um, so, okay, uh, this one, last little bit. Bit, bit. Um, I was looking up, I guess that's a, that was maybe more a sign. I was trying to get to MJ Biz Daily and I just stopped here. here. Uh, um, this one is really crazy to me. So, so as I was saying, I had a friend that was out in Mississippi on a contract and everything fell apart because Mississippi pulled this, uh, bullshit. I mean, honestly, so what happened was the voters in Mississippi said, yes, we want it. Marijuana for us, please give it to us. So they voted in this program and, uh, and it's, it's like when you have that, like, you know how you have like the little kid and they're like trying to run at you and and you have them by their head and they can't, that's kind of what she was doing. Um, so so, so what, so what, so what they did, the Supreme Court in Mississippi did was they overturned the voters will, the will of the people, the people voted and they overturned it. And the reason they overturned it, they said, is because, uh, the voter initiative didn't have like to get on the ballot. You have to have signatures from five different counties, not counties. Um, yeah, uh, municipality municipality or something like that. Okay. Problem is Mississippi hasn't had five municipalities since like the early two thousands. So what the, um, so districts, yeah, maybe districts. So what, so what, so what the, uh, the lobbyists did that got, that got this on the, the, the groups, I don't want to call them lobbyists. uh, Not all of them are. Um, but what what they did was they went back and they said, okay, it's 1990, whatever. Here are the five districts. Let's get signatures in all of these districts as they were in the 
mid nineties, right? So they went and they got the signatures as if it were the mid nineties, all five districts. Supreme court overturned the vote because they didn't get five districts. Bullshit. Okay. So (laughs) here we are. Here we are today. Marijuana, marijuana biz daily staff. This was two days ago, but we weren't on, we weren't on here two days ago. Um, Republican state lawmakers in Mississippi say the G that, uh, GOP governor Tate Reeves has been delaying a special session of the legislator with unreasonable demands on parameters of a bill to legalize medical can a medical cannabis program. According to Mississippi today, there's been an ongoing back and forth between Reeves and Republican lawmakers since September 24th, when they informed him they were ready to come back for a special session in order to legalize MMJ. So this has got bipartisan um, agreement, right? These are Republican lawmakers like, hey, we want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. This is one motherfucker that is holding this shit up. The, the, the head. Okay. The topic has been a political hot potato since the state Supreme Court in May ruled that the medical marijuana legalization initiative approved by the voters last year was illegal because of a technicality that I just explained to you. Um, That meant the legislator would be forced to pass a bill in order to launch the cannabis industry in the state. So they're like, so now, so, so. Republican lawmakers are like, um, they voted for us and they voted for this. So we're going to right? this is what it sounds like to me. But then this one guy's like, nah. Okay. Um, Reeves is pledged to honor the will of the voters by signing a medical marijuana bill into law. But Reeves told Republican lawmakers in recent weeks that he wants to lower the limit of (laughs) MMJ flower dosage amounts. Oh my God. You guys, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Do you see this? No, I can't see oh that. Oh my god! Well. Um, oh, so I'm, I'm like catching every other word on the screen. Okay, so he wants to down to 2.8 grams from the. Oh my god! Okay, first of all, th- the limit is an eighth. Shut your fucking mouth right now. Wow. Okay. Wants to uh, limit the dose, the MMJ, okay, down to 2.8 grams from the current proposal of 3.5 grams, which is about an eighth of an ounce. Yes, we know. Um, This only thing about the metric system we know anything about. Okay. So, (laughs) but GOP lawmakers refused to make the alteration. State Rep. Lee Yancey told Ridgeland-based Mississippi Today, in a counterproposal, Reeves asked, that physicians be allowed to approve the 3.5 gram doses for MMJ patients, but requested that nurses, physicians, assistants, and optometrists be limited to recommend. Oh, come on. What is he stuck on this 2.8 gram dose? Yancey said that that plan would be unworkable according to um, reports from Mississippi today. Um, A recent news article said that Reeves said he was hoping to see lower THC caps for the MMJ products written into the bill. That request caught Yancey and other lawmakers off guard because the bill already contains potency cap at 30% for smokable MMJ flour and 60% for concentrates. 60% for concentrates. Wow. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. I apologize for the blasphemous words that just 
left my mouth. But I honestly, I pulled this story up for the headline because I knew I wanted to read it. And then I had to go get in the shower and get pretty for y'all. So I didn't get to read all that. And I was just, you just saw my actual legitimate reaction to that. (laughs) I'm stoned stoned as fuck, but that is insane. (laughs) That's insanity. I think any limitations, I mean, the discussion of limitations is ridiculous. Listen, if this you, is even more ridiculous. I mean, we're we're talking about limitations hitting us in Colorado, so let's not. Um, listen, okay, first so of all. So that's for concentration. Let me let, I, I, I really hope legislators start listening to us. But let me tell you, let me tell May you something. Please speak up. Let me tell you something, legislators who are, who are tuned into our podcast and said, let me listen to these two beautiful women talk about pot. Uh, Listen up, legislators. If you legalize across these great United States, all of them, and remove the limits, you don't have to worry about the underground market. If I can walk into a store and get as much as I want, why do I need to buy it from you? And if it's legal, because they don't make money on pulling, you know, kids over and taking their pot and giving them fines and tickets and sending them to jail. That's true. There's a prison <coughs> industrial complex attached to it. You don't have to, you're gonna have to let that one go. You're gonna have to let it go for cannabis. You're gonna have to just let it go for cannabis. Also, there's plenty of studies out there. Um that show reduced uh, use amongst young people in legal states. And, and they have the most access to it because their parents are using it or their older siblings are using it or, you know what I'm saying? So like if they're still not using it at a high rate or a higher rate, and, you know, I know that the young brain is not fully developed until like you're 25 years old, but also, also cannabis is safer than alcohol and it's safer than these pills that are in these people's, in people's cabinets. She is talkative today. She has so much to say. So crazy. Um, I just smoked my last blunt and I don't have anything to sign off with. Oh, oh there's a bong there. There's a there's a Dr. <laughs> Dabber there. Okay, well you hit your dabber, I'll hit the bong. Let me put a let me put a little <laughs> a little yum yum. Sorry, in I keep here. getting like hitting the wrong like pipe whenever literally it's going down the wrong way. It's okay. Ooh. It's dry out here and um oh, oftentimes I get a little um I would be really upset if I left that whole thing over there and it's full of all my wax. And I think it did. I think that one over there is full of my wax. It's okay. You left. I can leave. Yep, yep. Oh, wait. No, this one's full of my wax. Well, um, thanks, everyone, that uh, joined us today uh, for our... News headline, and uh, yeah, headline oh, rando. Got, yeah, because I didn't even get through all of them. Even I have um, so much more. 
we always like to run through and uh, grab some of these headlines. There's definitely uh, so many more, especially in your you different guys, areas. This one, you guys should read this one, though. Let me put it in the comments. Oh, but this does affect everybody in the nation, across the nation. This one affects everybody in the whole damn nation. East so, to West Coast. It's the headline. The headline. I'm just going to read the headline and then we and then we can stop talking about headlines. Um, the headline says voters across the U.S. will decide on marijuana and psychedelics on ballot measures <laughs> next month. That's the headline. OK, so go read that story. I put it in the comment section. That you could go read it. Check it out. And uh, send us send us an email. Send us emails and talk to us and tell us what you thought of the show and tell us if you have any show ideas that you would like us to cover. We will be happy to entertain some of those. You say you see how I said some of those because I'm I'm not gonna commit fully until I know what I'm committing fully to. This is <laughs> what I'm saying. No, we are always open to topics of discussion. We will discuss if we want to discuss it. Yeah, um, <laughs> she said. If we and want to, we will. We will give you a shout and let you know. And that's all um, period. But we are always again open for uh discussion i love being open for discussion um i'm preparing my dab we are available on come hang out with us on discord on discord um, oh yeah i gotta share that and again. um the daily high club we're gonna be talking more about this a uh, little joint venture there um would you just call of- them uh, mm-hmm. the high, high council. council it's because <laughs> i was looking at one of these ads that we need to get rid of um high council. <laughs> you see Sorry. me i was just like Who's she talking about? (laughs) Yeah. So there's also, yeah. If you're into discord and you want to meet, meet some of the people on high council, let me know. Be happy to discuss that with you. Uh, This is the discord for cannabis closet. However, if you want to join us, come hang out with us. Sometimes we work out. Sometimes we do work, you know, like work, work and brainstorm and, Sometimes we're just talking trash to each other and laughing and having a good time on our Discord channel. I always have coffee no matter what I'm doing. I always I'm have cannabis and cannabis. So I'm a um, no matter what I'm doing, I always do. So join us on the Discord. Um, come hang out with us. Uh, and, uh, so you know, pretty. isn't it so beautiful? They took our discount discount code away, but I can give you a web address if you want one to go buy you one. So thanks so much for joining us, everybody. We appreciate your support. Uh, Find us on our Instagram. Don't forget about that either. Uh, uh, Show it. Oh, you have to hit Uh, that button. This one? The one that's sitting on that one. There it is. That's it. Yeah, once we reach a thousand on Instagram, name it to claim it. Cannabis Closet 420. Um, It'll be a live giveaway, too. Yep, yep. So once we get to a thousand, <coughs> we'll announce a time and day that, or, you know, we're always 420 Monday, Mountain Standard Time. And Wednesday. And Wednesday now. Because <laughs> work Wednesdays. Y'all, <laughs> be nice to yourself. And always put your mask on before assisting others. Cultivate love. 
and you deserve it. Yeah, you do. And stay lifted. Stay lifted. We love you guys. Come see us on Wednesday. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>